TV show and having had success with it, naturally, you know, I was a little arrogant and thinking, oh, I could do that. That's easy. You know, we'll just do three TV shows and stitch them together, you know. <laughs> and, but it was, it was much more difficult than I thought. And I have much more respect for filmmakers now. It, it is, uh, it is a quite a challenging little, uh, little racket to put one of these things together. When you're doing stand-up, you can gauge how it's working from audience response. When you spend four years making a movie, how do you have any idea what's working? It, the night of the premiere is a little, um, it's a little tense. You know, you spend four years making this thing, and then you just kind of put it out there and, and kind of hope. So what's it like for you sitting in a cinema with an audience knowing that you can't work the room? Um, it's uncomfortable. It's very uncomfortable. When you first got the MC job at the comic strip, you were just 22. That's right. You said that was truly one of the greatest days of your life. Mm -hmm. Why was that such a, a shiny moment for you? Well, it was the end of working. You know what I mean? I, I was a waiter at that time, and I was working at night as a comedian. Not working, I wasn't getting any money. And when they made me an MC, that was, um, I think, $25 a night. And it was three nights a week. And I thought, hey, I could live on this, you know. And then I would just be a comedian. And that was, so I, I went back to the restaurant and I took off the apron and I gave it to the guy. And that, I'll never forget that one of handing him that apron and going, that's it. And I thought, I'll never work again. <laughs> so like when people say to me, oh, four years to make the movie was so hard. I can't take that kind of whining. You know, I mean, it's not hard. It's fun. You're... You're in show business. I mean, it's like a dream. The first time you uh, performed stand-up, you bombed badly. Mm -hmm. Why did you decide to go back? Um, well, I didn't say anything. It was one of the reasons I bombed so badly. <laughs> what happened? I, I com well, I didn't realize that when you get up in front of an audience, it actually, uh, you know, is scary right off, the, right off the bat. You know, I had watched other comedians, and I thought, well, the audience seems to kind of be laughing, and then you just say things that, that are funny, and they laugh even more. And, but that's not what it is. They don't laugh at all. <laughs> they just sit there, and you have to make them laugh, you know. So I wasn't quite rehearsed, and I went up on stage, and I could not remember one thing that I was going to... All I could remember was the topics that I wanted to talk about. This is absolutely true. So I stood there, I was totally panicked, and I just went, the beach. <laughs> Um, driving, my parents, and I, I was on stage for about three minutes and then I just said, good night, you know, that's, those are the subjects, I don't have any of the jokes. That was literally my first show. So why did you go back? Well, I thought I should at least try the jokes before I quit, <laughs> before I give this all up. And the next time it went okay. What you do is, is what's called observational comedy. You, you observe. So are you, do you sometimes have to consciously switch yourself off just to live your life or are you forever No, I don't really in? turn it off. It's just there. You know, you just, I don't know what it is, but you just get ideas. So as you're talking to people, is stuff just flying into your head? Yeah. Don't you find that happens to you too? I've been treated for that. Oh, really? <laughs> Sometimes, you know, you do get that completely unbidden thought, but is it something you also train your brain to do, or do you just trust to the process? You kind of, like, pick things out as they go by, you know, and you go, maybe I could do something with that, you know. I was in uh, Florida recently, and I noticed that they have a different 
uh, type of walker that the old people are using now. You know these aluminum walkers that the old people have with their tennis balls on the bottom that uh, in case a game should pop up unexpectedly, I guess. I noticed now they have like a three-legged walker with wheels on it and brakes at the top. And I thought, if you need brakes on your walker, perhaps you've been misdiagnosed. Exactly right. You know. George and Kramer and Elaine were constructs, and you were playing yourself. Mm -hmm. So what about your character wasn't you? Uh, well, I don't speak in a scripted format in real life. Um, but uh, other than that, it's pretty much me. I mean, uh, whatever I said, I said it the way I would say it, and I just reacted the way I would react. So, you know, for me, it was a documentary.